guys doing work? I'm not motorcycle madhouse, ya hooligans. Give me a pound. Proud hooligans, man. It's a great day to be a proud hooligan, isn't it? If you haven't gone and checked out our merchandise store, get on over there and get you some good shirts, man. Like this cool-ass rock-on shirt. All your uh, efforts help us out a bunch. Today gonna be kind of a serious show, I have to say. Yes, I have to say it's gonna be a serious show. Uh, I've been uh, waiting for this one and I wanted to make sure that I got all my ducks in a row before I did it because I believe it's a very important topic. I knew the story broke a couple days ago, I know this. Uh, it has to do with uh, the government charging uh, 30 pay. Uh, see, the 30 don't um, ma make sense to me. They charged quite a bit of numbers of pagans, associates, all that nine yards, because they do got women in there and everything. But uh, we got uh, the forms that were actually filed against them. Also a statement from uh, the attorney general on it. And the one thing I have to say is, I have to say, everybody is innocent until proven guilty in the court of law. Yes, we still live in America and everybody is given the benefit of doubt until a jury says guilty or not guilty. So as we're going through this, you got to remember that. Now, I will say some harsh things because that's just me. I'm giving my opinion. But again, innocent until proven guilty as we're going through this stuff. Now, the reason I say that is because some of these charges are very damn serious. Uh, they're talking about this is one of the biggest things since the 1980s. Yes, the 1980s. That's when stuff was real, man, back then. Uh, and it seems like uh, they got a lot of people caught up in this uh, little game here. And that has to do with uh, methamphetamines, fentanyl, all that nasty stuff. And it's a sad state of affairs that a club's name's attached to something like this. Uh, but again, it, is it a widespread uh, RICO type of uh, deal? I, I don't know. I really don't, but I cannot see a whole club getting behind this. I do not see the Pagan's leadership getting behind this. What I do see is individuals that really made bikers look really bad right now. Uh, and I'm one of those guys that take emails after emails just going at me because I kind of defend uh, you know the clubs uh during this stuff because like i said they really don't put out their side of the story so somebody has to give opinions to try to intervene in the narrative and stuff so it, it kind of looks like this was you know certain individuals uh that went and did this and uh, who knows if the leadership was involved in this i really doubt and hope it wasn't uh, because that's really going to put uh, MCs on uh, the defensive, if you will. Because it's incidences like we're going to be talking about that really hurt MCs' 
Right. It really does. It really destroys them. And then when and we got a video coming up of uh, the DA actually giving his side of the story and as and again, we actually got the documents that they filed the charges against him and all that stuff. They even got a forfeiture asset uh uh document filed in case they do lose, they want to take everything from him. And we talked about uh uh asset forfeiture laws, how that's a loving uh billion dollar business. So there's a lot of moving parts right here. Uh can you blame the club for their actions? Well, if the club knew about it, then if they didn't police themselves, get rid of them while they could, then yes, you can, to be honest. But if they were acting on their own without anybody else knowing about this going on, then the club, again, has to police itself and take care of business. Because right now, the Pagans had a hearing in New Jersey with the Crime Commission, and that was all over the damn place. And now you got this big-ass bust happening. It don't look too good. It don't look too good. What I would suggest is get a public relations officer or something out there to start running some of this stuff that's going to come out in the media. This story is now worldwide on all the major news wires, on all the major uh, carriers of news. It's everywhere. And that's why I wanted to take time before I brought it to you that way we can go through the materials together. Let's try to see both sides of this before we say, okay, well, the pagans are pieces of shit. We got to look at everything around us. And again, you can't even say that at this point without evidence and a trial coming up. Now, what I'm hoping, I really am, is that they take a lesson from the Vagos out in Vegas where everybody stuck together, nobody said a damn word, except for what, that one that lied on the damn stand. But anyway, everybody stuck together, they put up a good defense, and they beat that RICO charge. I'm hoping that you don't have one of these people plead down or agree to testify, because like we talked the other day, when you plead guilty, you got to say, yes, I was doing this on, part, <laughs> on the part of a criminal organization, where you have to admit that the club's a criminal organization, it's a gang, whatever you have. Because all that's going to do is bring more heat onto the club. Again, New Jersey Crime Commission had one. And now this is going down. So hopefully everybody involved in this, they got everything together. Uh, yes, they're going to be throwing life sentences at you. They're going to be throwing 30, 40 years at you. But if you really love your club, if it meant everything that you said it did, you would stick together. If this is not true, if this is not true, stick together. Do not flip 
and do not take any plea deals because all you're doing is putting your other brothers in the line of sight. Am I wrong for saying that? That's just the street part of me. Now, on the other hand, I have to give both sides here. I have to play devil's advocate. If a normal citizen is seeing this all over the place, they're seeing this attorney come out in this video, which you're going to see, saying, well, this is a motorcycle gang. This is what they were doing, even though they didn't say, hey, wait a second. It was, you know, these people that were doing it. It wasn't uh, like some grand conspiracy where everybody else was involved. No. They don't say, hey, there's hardworking men in this club that go to work every day that is not participating in this and more than likely did not know this was happening. But that's not what the civilian's going to see. What the civilian's going to see, and particularly, and this is where I don't get why motorcycle clubs do not get out in the media and put their damn story out there, because now, now, you have a process in which jurors are going to be picked if it goes to trial. If this is the case, they already have this guy's statement coming out on the video. They have all these newspapers printing what the hell went on, and they're getting bombarded that the Pagans MC is a criminal gang. So in order to have somewhat of a fair trial, you have to get out there and put your side of the story out. Because if you don't, you're walking into the friggin' hellhound pit. Because they have already been biased. They've been compromised, the jurors. They only heard the one part of the story, and next thing you know, the, the uh, prosecutors are going to be bringing all kinds of exhibits up. They probably have wiretaps. They probably have everything. What they're going to probably do is try to turn uh, some of these people on each other. If you have women involved in this, you might as well kiss them goodbye, man. They're turning on you in a heartbeat. That's why I never understood in any business why the hell you bring a woman involved in it because they're the first ones that will turn. No joke. Cops know how to push them buttons because women are emotional beings. It's just the way it is. So I never understood that. What I do understand is if you don't stick together, it's going to get real freaking bad. And then the people that had nothing to do with it are going to get dragged into it. And not only the Pagans Motorcycle Club, the other big one percenter clubs are going to get targeted. If one domino goes, they all freaking go. And I'm not talking about, well, you know, this club over here might uh, get pulled in because of the, what the act. No, I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is Leo scrutiny of all the clubs, anybody that holds a patch, anybody even in riding clubs is going to get messed with.
that's what you're seeing down in Texas. That's what you're seeing all over the United States when it comes to club profiling. Because you got to ask yourself, until clubs do something with their own, how do you expect anybody else to help you fight and then come off with the attitude, well, we don't care what you think? Uh, what kind of logic is that, I ask myself? The logic really ain't there. Because now this particular club's in a situation where people are going to face some real time and the possibility of brother turning against brother because that's what always happens in these things. Except, like I said again, with the Vagos out of uh, Las Vegas, they stuck together, man. They That's brotherhood right there. It was you go, I go type of uh, you know thinking with them. And that's the way they beat the case. They stuck together. Nobody took those plea deals except that one liar and he made himself look like a fool and killed their case. Something like this could uh, actually happen. Now, I do suggest, you know, I'm not with your club. Uh, I'm just giving an opinion. Uh, I wouldn't let them get no public defenders. Uh, I'd be asking all the members cough up some dough and let's get them some real stuff because this could get bad for us as well if they can't beat that case don't let them get no public defender man because it, it's it, no good's gonna come out of that if they're truly brothers then you gotta support them in this type of stuff because if you didn't police your own and you let them go out and do this kind of stuff now the heat's coming back on you guys and this is the perfect example of, you're going to see all the freaking wing nuts come out on this one, man. Just watch all our platforms and you will see the comments coming from people. They're going to be jumping on this like a bandwagon. Saying, see Hollywood, we told you. We told you they're nothing but criminals. Look what they did. You're sitting there and you say that we should support their rights as a motorcycle club. That's going to be the gist of it. And God knows the email is going to be coming. Oh my God, I already know that's going to be here. So I'll expect it and I'll actually read you some next week about this story. Because I already know it's coming. But therein lies the problem. Every time you take a step forward with rights and everything that goes with it, whether it be independence, whether it be MCs, RCs, motorcycle associations, uh, every time you take a step forward, something like this has now pushed it 10 steps back. And it has empowered the very people that we claim that we cannot stand. The same people that we claim profiles the hell out of us. You basically are giving them by doing something like this, and again, innocent until proven guilty, a reason. Now, I was actually, I have to give a shout out, by the way, uh, to one of our members uh, in uh, the uh, comment section that follows us. He's actually a lieutenant uh, with Leo, 
And he put out there that uh, don't profile bikers and all that stuff. I'm sure you've seen him in the comments section. Uh, so take a look at that. But at the same time, when it comes down to, okay, he's innocent or not guilty or guilty at that time, okay, well, if the jury speaks to the guilty, we're like, oh, shit, now I got to go on air. And I got to say, well, you know, this is the way it is. And yes, it makes us all look bad and blah, blah, blah. That's why I wanted to cover this story reasonably. I wanted to give you guys all the paperwork, what the charges say, the DA's angle on this deal. Because I do believe this is going to be an important case that everybody needs to watch. Just like the Rico case was with the Vagos or the Mongols case or the Rhode Island Hells Angels case. See, I, I watch the cases because that's going to tell you the level, in my opinion anyway, the level of law enforcement activity against MCs. Are they going to ramp it up? Are they not going to ramp it up? Is there a problem in this section of the country where you better be watching out because your rights might be uh, gone? Or you're going to be pro... See, I don't know how any of the others look at this, whether it's NCOM, ABATE, MRF, I don't know, AMA, whatever it is. That's just the way I personally look at it, is incidences like this, is it going to ramp things up? And I have to say, this is, if true, this is one of the biggest uh, deals since the 1980s out in that area. And we all know the 80s wasn't fun. It wasn't fun what-so-freaking-ever. But right now, I'm going to keep an open mind that the national leadership or the regional re leadership, whatever they have over there, we're not a part of this. That's just going to be my open mind. Until all the facts come out, until all the evidence comes out, that's where I'm going to stick. And hopefully... For those haters, I know that you're itching to get at me now. Do as well. Wait for everything to come in. See how it plays out before you pass judgment. Because if it was you in that position, you sure to hell wouldn't want people jumping the gun. But I do suggest again that somebody from the club start putting your word out there, man. Because jury selection starts today. The minute that video and hit the newspapers, this stuff, that's when the jury's minds are most freaking susceptible to this stuff that they put out there. So if you don't put yours out there, all they're going to know walking into that courtroom is the members of the pagans are criminal. The the club's criminal. Look what they, I wouldn't doubt they bring in the New Jersey deal. I really wouldn't. I wouldn't doubt that for a second that they wouldn't do that. So let's go on uh, to take this quick break and then we're going to go and uh, get into this material, guys. Hi, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms where we talk about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on! Get your most unbiased 
Honest and Trusted Biker News now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock on. Hi, I'm Hollywood. And I'm China Doll. Listen to the Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcasting platforms. And don't forget to subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel. Rock on! Here is the filed charges of the indictments. Uh, it was filed in clerk uh, for the clerk of U.S. District Court, Western District of Pennsylvania, and it is now not under seal. Uh, Bill Rana, Eric Arms, Jason Evans, Hassani James, Cody Bonanno, Philip Bonanno, Dominic Quartari, Mark Stockson, and Patrick Rizzo. Uh, the grand jury, uh, this is indictment one, from in and around January 2020 and continuing thereafter to in and around November 2020 in the Western District of Pennsylvania and elsewhere, the defendants, which I read their names, so I'm not going to do it again, did knowingly, intentionally, and unlawfully conspire with one another and with persons both known and unknown to the grand jury to distribute and possess with intent to distribute 500 grams or more of a mixture and substance containing a detectable amount of methamphetamine, a Schedule II controlled uh, substance. Now that is the first page. Let's go to the next one. Count two. Uh, the grand jury further charges from in and around January 2020 and continuing thereafter to in and around the 20 or November 2020 did intentionally, knowingly, and unlawfully conspire with one another and with persons both known and unknown to the grand jury to distribute and possess with the intent to distribute 500 grams or more of a mixture and substance containing a detectable amount of cocaine. That is the uh, count two. And then count three. Uh, let's see here. Uh, let's see. Uh, in West, uh, defendant Patrick Rizzo, knowingly, knowing he had been uh, previously convicted of a crime punishable by imprisonment for a second or for a term exceeding one year, namely manufacturing, delivering possession with intent to manufacture or de uh, deliver a controlled substance on or about August 5th, 1994. Uh, let's see here. In and affecting, okay, this is on him. Let's go to the next one real quick. Uh, the grand jury uh, further finds as to counts one and two, the defendant Bill Rana was previously convicted on or around uh January 15th, uh, 2009, uh, served an imprisonment of more than 12 months for the offense described, was released from any term of imprisonment for the offense uh, within 15 years of commencement of each offense, 
as to count two, the defendant, uh, Jason Evans, was previously convicted uh, in January 24th of 2007. Uh, all that good stuff. Uh, let's keep on moving here. Let's not get bogged down in uh, the little stuff here. The allegations contained in count three of this indictment are incorporated by reference as if fully set forth for the purpose of alleging criminal forfeiture pursuant to Title 18 as part of a commission of the violation of Title 18 charged in count three in this indictment, the firearm reference in that count that it is one Black Taurus Judge 45 bearing the serial number as well as any ammunition seized which was involved and used in the knowing commission of that offense and which was seized on October 21st. Then they're talking about the, the forfeiture allegations, uh, talking about counts one, two, and uh, of this indictment. The funny thing here is I do not see anything where it says that the pagans were actually involved in this. Very interesting. Now let's go over to, uh, get out of there. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Philadelphia, or the Pittsburgh Post Cadet, 30 indicted on drug and gun charges and a federal investigation in the Pagans. I didn't see any of that in the paperwork. Very interesting. A federal grand jury in Pittsburgh has indicted 30 people involved with the Pagan's Motorcycle Club for conspiring to distribute methamphetamine, cocaine, heroin, and fentanyl, which if true, that's that's piece of shit right there. I can't stand that. One of the most significant prosecutions of its kind here since the 1980s. Again, I did not see anything in there about the Pagan's Motorcycle Club. If I missed it, point it out because I had it on the screen. For decades, the Pagans have used violence to control cocaine, heroin, and meth trafficking throughout western Pennsylvania. That stops now. U.S. Attorney Scott Brady wrote in a statement announcing the indictments. The investigation, which began in 2018, looked into alleged illegal activities by members of the Pagans Pittsburgh chapter. Right? It's not saying the whole Pagans club. So my theory of rogue members or a rogue chapter doing something for their own benefit and not for the benefit of the old whole club sticks true so far. On Wednesday, agents ex executed a search warrant at the club's McKee's Rocks Clubhouse and a dozen other locations in the Pittsburgh area where the Pagans hold frequent large uh, gatherings known as church. Uh, it resulted in a seizure of 12 firearms, narcotics, and 28000 in cash and jewelry, including 10 Rolex watches. Let's listen in on this right here to announce the most significant motorcycle gang prosecution in this office since the mid-1980s. The Pagan Motorcycle Club is one of the big four outlaw motorcycle gangs in the U.S. and is considered one of the most violent. The Pagan's business is drug trafficking, and violence is the primary tool to protect that drug business. The FBI estimates that there are over 1,500 members in 41 chapters nationwide. 
The pagans have used violence to control cocaine, heroin, and meth trafficking in Allegheny, Westmoreland, Erie, Fayette, and Washington counties. For decades, they avoided prosecution until today. Yesterday, we unsealed three separate indictments against 30 members and associates of the Pagan Motorcycle Club, charging them with federal drug trafficking. Now that's a little misleading there, and I know they got a list of people going uh, at the bottom of this. Uh, there's some women in there, and I know Pagans ain't allowed in that. And firearms violations. 300 members of law enforcement, including seven federal and local SWAT teams, executed arrest and search warrants on 11 locations. They seized 12 firearms, including an Uzi, significant quantities of cocaine, heroin, meth, and fentanyl, $28,000 in cash and jewelry, including 10 Rolex watches. And today, all 30 defendants are in federal custody. Today's takedown is the most recent victory in our fight to disrupt and dismantle violent drug gangs that operate in Western Pennsylvania. Thanks to the tireless efforts of law enforcement, you and your loved ones are safer today than you were yesterday. Did you see that right there, what he just said? You and your loved ones are more safer now than you were yesterday because of this. That's why it's important to start getting, you know what? The staying quiet stuff, not putting your side of the story is not going to help you. He just name dropped what he was up to right there. He's putting this in the minds of potential jurors that are going to hear this case. It's a good day for the good guys. It's a good day for the good guys. Can I say more on that one? Thank you, United States Attorney Brady. The members and associates of the Pagans Motorcycle Club engaged in a wide array of organized criminal activity that included significant narcotics and firearms trafficking and violence. They had a complete disregard for law enforcement and the communities where they operate. Today, the 30 members and associates of the Pagans organization face charges as outlined by the United States Attorney. These individuals know we will not let them operate in this community, West Virginia, Ohio, or Michigan. These types of outlaw motorcycle gangs are typically highly structured criminal organizations. They are violent, and they don't care what kind of damage or pain they inflict on the community. Now, he's leading his side's propaganda, and that's what, again, potential jurors are hearing. This is the culmination of a year-long investigation by the FBI Greater Pittsburgh Safe Streets Task Force. Agents, task force officers, and local law enforcement partners worked tirelessly to gather the evidence that led to the charges we're outlining today. We all take an oath to make this community safer and we will continue to confront gang violence and drug trafficking head on. We seek to hold those accountable who use violence, fear, and criminal behavior for their own gain. Through this work with our partners, we are sending a loud message to gang members and violent criminals that we will deploy our collective strength to ensure the safety and security of our communities. I want the people who live here to know we will not tolerate these types of organized criminal groups in our neighborhoods. We will not allow fear, or intimidation to have a place in this community. Okay, then it, it kind of ends there. Uh, basically, if you look at what the AOA did up in Canada when they were caught up in that big net, as you, as you will, you can actually look on it uh, on YouTube where they actually responded point to point on what they were being charged with and how it all went down the whole nine yards. Again, I really hope the pagans are smart enough to do that type of stuff. Now, here are some of the uh, 
you know, they claim the whole pagan thing because the guys were members, so they're going to use the pagan's name. Uh, Marissa Boda, 28, of Hampton. Uh, that's a woman. Doran Duncan, I don't know if that is. Uh, that was the second indictment. Uh, third indictment was Misty Walker, Jessica Toronto, Sierra Collins. Uh, those were from Pittsburgh. Stephanie Zoka, 27. Uh yeah, you got a lot of people in here that aren't pagans, you know, but they're still going to get that. Uh, here, Well, the, here they got. They got an in intercept of the calls. So, yeah, they got these. I got the I got the warning rich uh, hazard, a transcript of the intercepted call reads. That's what I got, bro. Warning uh, rich hazard. Oh, I only got three of them. And then a couple more. Uh, they were in another conversation. They're alleged to have uh, discussed prices. Yeah, I can't. It would have to be, I mean, there's expletive saying they got it for 16 but it's just they trying to make something off of it. Yeah, that's the whole thing I was trying to say. Everybody's saying they got it for 16 but nobody producing it, and when they do produce it, they're putting cut on it. So there is uh, transcripts and stuff like that, and I, go, I hope they stay strong, but more of this in my final thoughts. Uh, let's get uh, two other stories out here. Uh, black bikers see racism in Myrtle Beach SC traffic plan. Uh, the one thing about racism with me is the more you bring it up for the stupidest crap, the more the word don't mean nothing. I don't know why you have to have two separate damn events. If we're all in love with biking and shit like that, why do you have to have your own separate event? I don't know. Uh, South Carolina Beach City is in the second week of a federal trial over whether it discriminates against thousands of black tourists who visit each May to celebrate the culture. Uh, MCs roar into Myrtle Beach, South Carolina each May for separate week-long rallies, one mostly white, the other mostly black, so segregating them, basically. Whose idea was that? Each brings millions of dollars spent by hundreds of thousands of bikers, and some inevitably let loose with bin drinking, public nudity, noise competitions. Uh, at 60, Metro's Bat says she parties a little more responsibly than many others, but she still rides to see be seen at the black event cruising atop her uh, Honda VTX in brightly colored cowboy boots and rhinestone, blah, blah, blah. Civil rights lawyers have now accused the city and federal court of racial discrimination by creating an experience so unpleasant that black uh, visitors will eventually go away. In opening arguments last week, the five black and four white jurors an NAACP lawyer said Myrtle Beach during Bike Fest is like a city under martial law. For those that ever went there, can you email me and let me know your thoughts on that? Uh, city attorneys have countered that different traffic control strategies apply to each festival and that the police response to Bike Fest was imposed to prevent violence following a spat of shootings and robberies six years ago. Three people were killed and seven injured that weekend in 2014. Then Governor Nikki Haley called for getting rid of the black event altogether, calling it a pollution of South Carolina. Ouch. 
Uh, bike fests originated uh, along historically segregated beaches where white bikers have congregated since the 40s. Uh, around 1980, a lo local black motorcycle club called the Carone, or Carolina Night Riders started holding a family and friends gathering at Alacton Beach. Uh, the Atlantic Beach event suits sprawled into nearby towns, including Myrtle Beach, where most of the 35,000 residents are white. <sighs> you know what? You gotta love these idiots in the news. You really do, man. You get sick of them with crying the racist bullshit. Organizers say it's the uh, single largest yearly influx of black visitors, and like Harley Week, it has grown far beyond any group's ability to control it. Uh, Myrtle Beach is always struggling to promote South Carolina's grandstand as a family-friendly upscale definition. Tried to push bikers out with helmet requirements and noise ordinances, uh, only to be taken to court by white and black bikers. So you guys got something in common, man. Why don't you work together and get rid of the race BS? Anyway, up north to Canada, they are all in a tizzy. Surrey Police Board member posed for photos with Hell's Angels. Harley Chapel said he has moved forward in positive and progressive ways to better both uh, the First Nation and the large, uh, I guess it's an Indian uh, community. Uh, talk, there's the picture right there. Uh, let's see here. Uh, he's on the left. He posed with two members of the White Rock Hell's Angels. Uh, okay, there you're. You're all in a bind for what? <laughs> uh, oh, wow. This is just stupid, man. It's not even worth going over, man. It's, you know what? More freaking propaganda to call up clubs, how bad they are the whole nine yards. Let's go to my final thoughts. Over to ProudHooligan.com for all your insane throttle official merchandise, including our new Proud Hooligan line. ProudHooligan.com has a wide assortment of gear to make you look good on your next ride. ProudHooligan.com is the go-to for every biker when they want to look good as well as to help the show out while doing it. Visit ProudHooligan.com now. Rock on. Hi, I'm James Hollywood Machikari. Join me Monday through Friday for Motorcycle Mayhem Morning Show on YouTube Live, Facebook, and all major podcasting platforms where we talk about all the major biker news going on in the scene. Rock on! Get your most unbiased and trusted biker news now at HarleyLiberty.com. Founded in 2012, Insane Throttle Biker News has been the place that all bikers come for what's happening in the scene. Go over now and bookmark HarleyLiberty.com. Rock Hi, I'm Hollywood. And I'm China Doll. Listen to the Hollywood and China Doll Evening Show, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all major podcasting platforms. And don't forget to subscribe to our brand new YouTube channel. Rock on! Okay, welcome back, everybody. It's my final thoughts, but good news, good news. We got a main website that uh, splinters off to all the rest of our pro, uh, platforms, but in one... Uh, we got MotorcycleMadhouseRadio.com on there. You'll find a whole bunch of stuff as well as a members-only section on there. And you can go over to the YouTube uh, channel, join up, become a 
proud hooligan, baby. Pound proud hooligan. And you can get all the access information on the community tab for members only. We're really starting to expand the uh, Proud Hooligans uh, Club uh, program where you get all kinds of perks, the whole nine yards, Zoom conference calls, everything, man. It's uh, We're really stepping it up. Uh, to get everybody involved uh, my final thoughts on uh, you know I pretty much said it with the pagans man it's one of them crossroads moments where you either gonna say okay let's address this head-on or let's continue to get uh, our pants pulled down around our ankles and screwed by the mainstream media where they put all this crap into the jurors heads uh, the techniques and all the stuff that used to work back then is just not going to work now. It's just not happening. It's all over the world now. Uh, so if they're going to get a fighting chance, hopefully they stick together. No deals are made and nobody raises their hand and say, yes, you know, I committed this on behalf of this criminal organization. Right now, I think it's headline grabbing. Yes, it, it was a few of the people within the uh, pagans, but now they're trying to blame everybody in the pagans, and that's when everybody should uh, decide to get together and just fight the hell out of this one. Fight the hell out of this one. But if they are found guilty, or some take plea deals and it comes out, yeah, you know, this is what we were doing. Uh, you're a piece of shit. Just saying, you're a piece of shit for pushing fentanyl, methamphetamines, heroin. You're just a you're just a scumbag. If you're found guilty of that, I'm sorry. I just can't stand them drugs. They destroy people. Uh, yeah, I get it. Partying with 420 and stuff, but. Pushing that kind of stuff, you're just a scumbag, man. I have to put that out there. I, I, I got to be completely honest. Yes, I'm giving the benefit of the doubt until the trial. I'm also thinking that the rest of the club wasn't involved. But to those individuals under indictment, and it looks like they got all kinds of freaking tricks. Why is it everybody don't get, don't talk on a phone, don't even talk on a burner phone? You guys ever heard of the NSA? Yes, the NSA knows everything you're saying, if burner phone or not, man. Come on, man, you can't beat the NSA. They got all that stuff. Why do you think Snowden's uh, sitting out in freaking Russia right now? Because he dropped the line on them. By the way, pardon Snowden and Assange. Yes, get him out of there. Uh, so don't talk on phones. I, I'll never get it. Uh, WhatsApp, yeah, they say that it's secure. It's not secure. The, the most secure thing is Proton Mail. Uh, Proton's, it's got a server overseas, and it's real uh, secure as far as emails, but I don't know any phone that is, no apps that are. All that stuff can be broken. You know, Facebook owns WhatsApp. And we already know how they are about selling people's information. You really don't think they'll sell you out to the government? Come on. Uh, uh, as far as that thing out in Myrtle Beach, same thing. You have whites and blacks suing them. Why don't you guys get together, have one bike week, and uh, call it a day instead of letting these lawyers make the money off of you? Just saying, man. And, uh, again, I, I know I didn't cover that uh, Hell's Angel thing that much up in Canada, but I just think it's a joke. They get in a bind all the time, man. Their balls are always in a bind if something... 
They took a picture. Who cares? Who cares? But that's how propaganda is, and that's how media makes their money. Sad state of affairs, but that's the damn truth, man. Damn truth. Don't forget to go over to ProudHooligan.com. Get all your uh, merchandise over there. I am actually got stickers ordered that say Proud Hooligan, man. That way you to put it on your car, truck, wherever you want. But that'll be coming soon. Don't forget to go over and watch me Monday through uh, Friday with China Doll at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time at our other YouTube channel as well as all the other platforms on the podcast. We're available everywhere, baby. Just uh, go look us up. I think you'll really like it, man. Until then, I'll talk to you guys later. You have a good weekend. I'll probably see you on Sunday for a live, man, Q&A. Talk to you later. We'll be right back.